living sacrifice. All my life I've heard the words, obedience is better than sacrifice. Suffice it to say, while I always thought I knew exactly what this phrase mean, I can't explain what that initial thought process was. Meaning, I can't put it into words that would make sense enough to make it make sense, if that makes sense. Needless to say, the first sentiment went up in flames. And as of late, I found a new appreciation for this phrase. Hang tight, and I'll cue you in soon enough. In my short life to date, I've made some questionable choices. I mean downright nonsensical. Some of those choices were as blatant as seeing fire spewing from the stove, but opting to take my bare hand and slap it on there regardless. Then, of course, cry. I mean wailing that I got burned. I remember liking this fellow one time, and I promise you, six minutes into the conversation, all signs said to run for the hills. Even back then, in my glass bubble of oblivion, my still small voice said, run. But no, my curiosity said, hush sis, this might be fun. All you have to do, all you have to do is not catch feelings. Insert shake my head emoji. That was like telling Tom to stop chasing Jerry. What was meant to be a test drive turned into me buying a car I couldn't afford. And by afford, it wasn't worth the price tag. As if that wasn't enough of a catastrophe, in a different turn of events, I'd made another selfish and dumb decision. One that caused a dare friend to catch me in a lie. I'm talking of mammoth proportions. Going into the confrontation conversation, I knew I should have simply told the truth. But nope. I convinced myself that my good friend would never find out the depth of my deceit or that I tried to cover it up. Ooh, child, if already had the receipts, was a person. This one indiscretion caused a whole group of folks to look at me suspect ever since. I'm not sure I ever recovered from it. Another sacrifice that was a gain not worth the hassle. The definition of obedience is to behave with respect, being aware of laws and rules. That is to say, obedience is a moral virtue. Listening is the foundation of obedience. In both these cases, I did not heed the forewarning. Both times, I hurt people and ended up hurting myself because I wasn't listening, or better yet, paying attention to the obvious. Come, come, sis, this is a lot of yammering. Get to the point of what a living sacrifice is and what it have to do with your cute little anecdotes. Sheesh, y'all calm down. I'm getting there, but not before story time. So you've heard about Father Abraham and Sarah's promised son, Isaac. Isaac is what my good behemoths would call Hammy and Rara's old age pension. I'm sure we know of a person who had a baby at what would be considered past her childbearing age, and all we could say is, ma'am, go with God. All I'd be thinking is, imagine I have a kid well into this decade known as my 40s, heaven forbid. I get to this kid's school and some other lady's little angel says to me, Ooh, who Grammy you is? I'd, of course, respond in kind between clenched teeth and a smile. No, you little cantankerous brute. Go in the corner and mind your business. Hashtag, go sit down. Anyway, that's how I imagine Sarah going to the school tent. 
Sorry, but the Bible is a whole movie in my head. Now imagine sis wanting this baby so bad and waiting so long, but now her husband comes talking caca about God say give him back? We can see why Hami never told her who he was going to sacrifice, because I could hear her now. Alexa, play Tyrone by Erica Badu. Her sacrifice who, baby? Hashtag boy, bye. Meanwhile, all Hami was trying to do is do as the Lord say do. In other words, be obedient. Personally, if it were me, it would probably be me touching that raw fire on the stove. Me? I'm going to get burned because somewhere in there, I was going to be dodgy about the instructions. All through the Old Testament, there was practice of sacrifices. To me, that always translates with being bloody, brutal, and messy, and something or someone was dying. Blood sacrifices could serve many purposes, including offering gifts, having communion, making atonement, cleansing, and preventing failures or evils, and also a means of pleasing God. With that said, there were typically three things needed for a sacrifice. A priest, an altar, and a victim. Because on the flip side of Hami's fiasco, there was a man named Jephthah. Long story short, he was the son of a prostitute, and his half-brothers sent him away because they didn't feel he should be entitled to any of their father's possessions. Anyhow, he went away, and before long, he had his own band of merry men. Hashtag one order. So now, the country where the same family had sent him away was being attacked. The officials there sent for Jephthah to lead them into battle. In grand, niggly fashion, he cocked his head to the side, bent over slightly, pointed toward his chest and said, I must come help you after y'all and kick me square in my hiney. Only the officials counter-offered and said, Listen, fella, if you come fight with us, we'll make you ruler over the entire land. I could see Jephthah's face now. Oh, now that changes things. Should have led with that good man. Anywho, Jephthah agreed and as such had some back and forth with the king he was about to fight. So Jephthah invoked his higher power. He went to Big G and decided to make his request known. But went on and sealed it with a vow. Bear in mind, nobody asked him to promise a stitch. Oh boy, you already know this is about to end badly. Now hear this mess. He says to God, if you give me victory over my enemies, I will give to the Lord whatever comes out of my house to meet me when I return in triumph. I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. Jesus, take the wheel. No, take the whole car and the road. Who in their right mind would vow this kind of vow? You know who wasn't doing it? Me. Hashtag, what a time. And so, God gave him victory over his enemies. I mean, he straight annihilated them. But now, it's time to pay the piper. Exhale deeply, y'all, because what happens next broke my heart. When Jephthah returned to Mizpah, his daughter came to meet him, playing a tambourine and dancing for joy. Just a day in the headlights. She was his one and only child. He had no other sons or daughters. When he saw her, he tore his clothes in anguish. Oh, 
My daughter, he cried out, you have completely destroyed me. You've brought disaster on me for I've made a vow to the Lord and I cannot take it back. Poor little Ting Ting's reply was equally as heart-wrenching and she said, Father, if you have made a vow to the Lord, you must do to me what you have vowed. For the Lord has given you a great victory over your enemies, the Ammonites. Oh, boy. Moment of silence. The little Jephthah's daughter. So while he had victory in one area, he was now devastated in another. Yeah, you took the dude from Sweet Girl. But maybe, just maybe, her being without him is the real win. Yeah, you, you were cutthroat and ruthless in getting the position for the few extra dollars. Now, you just sacrifice quality time with your family. A sacrifice means giving up something you value. And to give it will cost you something more than you bargained for. In many cases, everything. An offering means giving something from your abundance. To be honest, you wouldn't miss it and it really didn't hurt to do so. Let me bring it home to your house. It's better to obey, listen to the still small voice, than to sacrifice, trying to detach yourself from old dude when you're sold untied. It's better to obey, honor your monthly agreed upon contract, to pay your bills on time rather than suffer disconnection or repossession. It's better to obey, telling the truth. Maybe your honesty will move the person to cover your vulnerability rather than disclose your flaw, thus ruining your reputation. It's better to obey, abstain, if you ain't married. It's one thing to be a parent with two individuals under the same roof, but single parents? Everywhere? Y'all the real MVPs. It's better to obey by not adding unwarranted terms and conditions, you know, Lend me $20 and I'll give you back 30 Hmm. Let me say it like this. Obedience requires two things to be effective. It needs to be immediate and it needs to be complete. Hammy already tied up the lad. Isaac was as good as gone, save for the ram in the thicket. How many of us could have done it? Few, I'm sure. Hence, the trickle-down effect is far more grave than the initial ask. Obedience isn't one of those things that should be up for debate. Nothing is more annoying to a parent who told the kid to carry out a task and they just have to rebut every iota of the instruction. Sometimes, there isn't enough time to explain. Instructions can be time-sensitive. Hashtag do it now. Obedience doesn't require an addendum. Don't go adding vows to instructions. Moral of the story? While in churchdom, a living sacrifice refers to living a purely consecrated life in submission to God. Dare I say then, to disobey, you've now become the living sacrifice. Not a consecrated life, but a desecrated life. Alive, but always being slaughtered and then burned. Translation? constantly consumed by what can't be quenched. I suppose hell on earth is an understatement. Or perhaps let me put it another way. You'll forever be giving up what you value most, but never having gained. In that case, your life then becomes the priest, people will become the altar, and you, you my friend, the victim, a living sacrifice. All I know is you can sing, 
I give myself away. All you want. But one thing I know to be true in this life, if nothing else, when you don't listen, you'll feel. And that's on Mary's Little Lamb.